This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hi, always live on the free Odyssey app. Now, it's time for Mark Kitchen. Call the show at 401-737-1287. Southern New England Sports Original, 1037. W-E-E-I. Nick Coit doing double duty today. Thank you, Nick. I really do appreciate that, brother. How are you doing? I'm, I'm wonderful, Ben. How are you, buddy? I'm doing well. It's been a long time. It's been a long time, my friend. I haven't seen you in like four months. Ride, but I'm thinking it's time we go. Bang, bum, bang, bum, bang. Bum. <laughs> so, did, did you want me to do the old intro so you felt more comfortable? Every every single week. It's just the best. I, just, I love when Devin filled in for Joe producing mm-hmm. that our show started with that song. He did? See, see, yes, that, he that's did. the only Devin song you're going to get today. You got, you <laughs> it was me. great because he plays it and Scott and I just started jamming out because I'm like, this is what we hear <laughs> we get in the car after our show. It's the same damn song. Oh, my. Here we go. All right. We got we got a lot to do on today's show. Obviously, it's Super, Super Bowl Saturday. Tomorrow evening at 6.30, the Kansas City Chiefs take on the San Francisco 49ers. So, Nick, I just want to start right here. Uh, Top 100 Super Bowl memories, go. Top 100? Yep, give me all of them, every single one, in just pure detail. All right, first and 10, Brady pass out to J.R. Redmond, three yards, second and seven. uh, Pass to Jermaine Wiggins, uh, third From East Boston. (laughs) No, Kid's I, taking uh, a uh, picture out, out of Joe in the Buckets playbook there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah give me your uh, your top uh, seventy five. Um, no, I you know what I what I really treasure now, Ben, is is having the opportunity. And we were talking about this uh, on our show today. You know, just having the opportunity to actually cover Super Bowls. Mm-hmm. Um, and and you know, my favorite memory now is you know the the memory of being underneath the stadium. With watching on a television, preparing for post game in Phoenix with a 15 to 20 second delay, and hearing the crowd cheer 
as we thought Marshawn Lynch had just run the ball in for the en- into the end zone for the Seattle to take the lead, when in fact 15 seconds later on TV we saw that Malcolm Butler had come up with the uh, the greatest interception in postseason history and Super Bowl history. So that's uh, yeah, that one I carry with me. Uh, I think I'll carry that one with me the rest of my career because it was uh, it was unbelievable. The the shock and the emotion from going to from oh, we're going to cover the losing team to, oh, my goodness, we're going to cover the winning team for the first time in 10 years with the Patriots. That was pretty cool. Covering the losing team absolutely blows. Going to Super Bowl week (laughs) and then having the Patriots lose to the Giants, horrible. Oh, yeah. I can imagine. I can imagine. Well, yeah, and that was – was that the first one or the second one? Uh, that was the second one. Okay, good. That was, was the say. first Super Bowl week I did, okay. uh, but that was there. That was uh, the 2011. Because yeah, 2011, and I was going to say if it was the first one, then I can totally understand. Um, yeah, we did the Eagles in Minneapolis. That sucked because um, it was cold and it was Minneapolis, and then they lost. Uh, even though Brady threw for 500 yards, um, you know, so. That stunk. You know, green confetti falling all over you, too. Like, oh, God, green? Really? But, and you know what, though? I will say, one of my other favorite Super Bowl memories actually did come that night in a loss. Uh, We were in the tunnel, and uh, Ian Steele, my partner, and I at Channel 6, we're getting ready for postgame. We're watching on TV. All of a sudden, we hear commotion right behind us. Some loud fan is, like, watching the end of the game with the anticipation. Right before Brandon Graham made that big tackle on Brady, mm-hmm. that loud fan happened to be well-known, famous comedian, Kevin Hart. <laughs> I, have, I have the video on my phone. I just literally took my, my phone out and just, like, lifted it over my shoulder very subtly so I could record on it. And he's, like, beating down on his, his boys that are, like, twice the size of him. And he's like, we're going to win. We're going to win. Oh, my God, we're going to win. And, oh, my God. I mean, it was just, I'm like... Did you, uh, did you bend down to tie your shoe? Because that's the only way you could be face-to-face with him? <laughs> yeah, I mean, almost. I mean, it was, it was crazy. I just couldn't believe I'm turning around. I'm like, oh, my God, that's Kevin Hart. Ian's looking at me like, oh, my God, that's Kevin Hart. Pretty decent so. Kevin Hart voice there, Coy. Yeah, I was just like, he literally, he's just beating on his guy's, like, chest. It's like, we got to win, we got to win. Oh, my God. And then he goes out on the NFL Network set, and he's half drunk, and, you know, that whole thing happened. But Yeah. Yeah. Um, one of the things I want to know, and I want to know, you know, where your head's at, and I want to know where Patriots fans' heads are at going into this Super Bowl is who are you rooting for? Who are Patriots fans rooting for? Ooh. Because there seems to be a, a contingent out there that really doesn't want the Chiefs to solidify their, you know, dynasty status, which I, I believe they do if they win this game. Right. Uh, they become the latest dynasty in the NFL. On the flip side, if the 49ers win, they win their sixth Super Bowl, and now they're tied with you. At, at six. And, you know, there's also that, like, there's the Patrick Mahomes is already better than Brady. There's the, you know, comparing Brock Purdy to Brady. So I want to know, Nick, who are you rooting for in this game? Who do you want to win this Super Bowl? Um, that's an interesting question because I, 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 I've been thinking about, like, who do I think is going to win, but who do I want to win? Um, honestly, who do I want to win? The Niners. I, I don't care about, like, the, oh, they get another Super Bowl, they're tied with the Patriots for six. Like, okay, so that makes that makes it so that the Niners are, like, a premier NFL franchise. Yeah, we already knew that. They had Joe Montana and Jerry Rice. Like, they had a great run. Like, this is a new era. Like, that, I, I don't know, that doesn't really bother me, like, number of championships, because it's different time periods, different eras. 
Like, whatever. I, I really don't care about that. What I care about is protecting the dynasty legacy and what the Patriots have. And so that's why I'm rooting for the Niners, because I think if they win, I don't think that really puts a ding in what the Patriots are doing, because if the Chiefs win, now you're talking about three Super Bowls with the same quarterback, head coach. Now that dynasty conversation enters the frame, and so that that I'm I'm you know more nervous about because I think Patrick Mahomes obviously is a is a you know I think a stand up guy. He's obviously a, a wonderful player, and he's going to have a chance to you know make the run you know at Brady and and the number of championships. And I'm fascinated to see what the you know I'd say the second half of his career looks like here when Andy Reid isn't coaching him anymore when travis kelsey isn't his binky anymore um you know that that uh but if he gets another one this sunday he's getting closer if he doesn't win that is an interesting part of the conversation too because he didn't really sort of close off the dynasty because i think the standard for the dynasty is is three minimum i i would say so yeah i'm i'm if you're asking me who i'm rooting for i'm rooting for the Niners to protect that dynasty, even though there's a long way to go for the Chiefs. Explain to me why um, the dynasty stuff matters, because I, I can't really wrap my head around it. Because dynasties existed well before the Patriots were ever good. You know, every decade you seemingly in the NFL you get a dynasty, whether it's the Packers in the '60s, the Steelers in the '70s, the 49ers in the '80s. You know, the Cowboys had their run in the '90s, and then Patriots get two different cracks at it over the course of two different decades. Why does that matter to people? I don't really understand. I think it's just because it's so still so fresh, Ben. Like the they they finished off the second wave of the dynasty by beating this Chiefs team in the AFC Championship game and winning the Super Bowl 6 years ago, 5 seasons ago. So like I think it's just still so raw and the coach that led that dynasty literally just got fired so like i think if it was i think if it was like a decade removed every, everybody's gone we haven't really thought about it in a while there hasn't been a team that threatened for it maybe it's not so raw but i think it's still so fresh that it's right there and i think it's because patriots fans they, they have the best of those dynasties because it lasted for two decades they had two different waves of it with the same coach and quarterback so any threat to it now, I think, is just very – they want to have the best. This is New England. It's sports. They want to have the best. They want to be the best at everything. That's how it is. So I think that's why that complex exists. Also, in the era of sports talk on radio and TV and hot takes, I think it's been ramped up a little bit by the fact that you have dingleberries like Nick Wright on the air already saying, and and sorry, I, I've liked him until he tweeted this last week, Ryan Clark saying, like, oh, Mahomes is already better than Brady. It's like, what the hell are you talking about? Seriously? We're already well, – first of all, that's not even fun. Like, How about he the, passes Montana first before he even gets in like, that combo? Let's, let's, but what's, what's the fun in that? Like, the fun of it is the chase, like respecting the chase, respecting the pursuit. But then Ryan Clark goes out and tweets out, he they should just put him in the Hall of Fame now. No vote, whatever. Just bypass it all and put Mahomes in there. It's like he's a fabulous player, but that's freaking annoying. Nick, you know Ryan yep. Clark's got that <clears throat> Steeler energy about but him. You're going to have to deal with this because it's always going to be the quarterback oh. du jour. You know, Aaron Rodgers won one, and five years ago everyone's talking about, oh, he's better than Brady. 
he's more talented, he's more, of course he's more gifted talented. than Brady is, and all this doesn't mean he's better. Totally. And to be honest with you, rings do matter. And I get, yes. li- I like listening to the former athletes because they have different perspective, they have unique perspective that the rest of us can't replicate. But they do get way too far up their own asses and thinking rings don't matter because most of those guys that say that don't have a ring. Don't have a ring. <laughs> like I, I listen to Gilbert Arenas all the time. And I like his show. He does a really good job kind of stirring the pot and everything. And he'll use that as an argument all the time. And, well, you didn't win anything. You never even gotten out of, got out of the second round of the playoffs. So that's why you have that perspective because you want to protect your own self and you want to protect your own ego. Winning does matter. That's the only thing we really care about. That's why you play. You play each game to win. I didn't want to have to do the Herm Edwards, but I will. You play to win the game. Hello? Instantly? Listen, I, I don't have a problem if the uh, Kansas City Chiefs become this, you know, a, a modern dynasty, a dynasty right now. I don't have a problem with it. One, they're not going to replicate what the Patriots did. If, if you want to say it's two separate Patriots dynasties, great. You're not, the Chiefs aren't going to do that. They're not going to replicate it over 20 years. So I'm pretty comfortable. If they win more in, you know, a shorter period of time, fine, so be it. I personally like dynasties in sports. It gives something more teams to chase. It gives us more storylines to talk about. Too much parody is bad for every sport. I will argue that forever. Too much parody is not good. If you look at what's going on with college sports, particularly college basketball, college football, you still get a little bit more of this. But in college basketball, you've had so much parody over the last 15, 20 years, no one really cares anymore. Because well, you haven't had a villain to go after. You haven't had a thing to chase outside of the championship. You haven't had a legacy to chase. You haven't had any... Now, there's more going on with college basketball. I was say, there's a lot more. There is a lot more there. there. But yeah. that's one of them. <laughs> sure. That hurts. Because when it was, you know, in the early 90s when Duke was winning, you know, back-to-backs and uh, I think a year or two before like that they were in, the, in yeah. the championship and got waxed by UNLV, like... Having Duke be the bad guys of college basketball for a little while was a good thing for the sport. Yeah. I think you always kind of need a villain. And to me, when I look at this game, because I asked you who you were rooting for, and I didn't tell you who I was rooting for. Nope. I'm rooting for the Chiefs. Nice. Because I don't like the 49ers. I don't like Shanahan. I used to like the 49ers back when Steve Young was playing and Joe Montana was playing there. I love them. Mm-hmm. But I don't like this new 49ers team. I don't like Shanahan. I think he's wildly overrated. And I think he's probably a jackass to boot. Yeah, I mean, you're 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 right about being overrated because he hasn't won anything yet because winning and rings do matter, folks. Um, you know, and so I, I, I get it. And that's why, I mean, I think what I think is going to happen is I think the Chiefs are going to win because they have a winning pedigree because of the guys that they have on their roster because of the coach and the quarterback that they do have. Um, you know, but the Patriots fan in me, I don't know. Again, I think it's just – if this was 10 years down the road and we were separated from it, and we've had all this time to lay in our, you know, suckitude, you know, since the dynasty, um, you know, then I think it would be less – raw but i think it's just because it's so fresh i mean brady just retired last year um that's after three why. years of being a buccaneer i'd still though like and winning he was a still title in, there. he was still in the game he was still in the game and it doesn't matter where he goes i mean new england's gonna fight for him and root for him that's you know because that's that's what you know he's a god here he's a god and he's he's brady um 
you know, by the way, the, the oh god, the the whole Brady, you know, Mahomes is already better than Brady thing. It's just like I love that Brady was two and zero against Mahomes. I love that he can hold that over him. It's like because when you p- compared Brady and Montana or Brady and you know whatever great quarterback in the day, like they didn't have any head to head records or whatever. I love that you can go back to that. You're yeah, like, we well, keep bringing up Montana or Brady. Yeah. Hey, Mahomes, you know who else you got to catch? Now, you're definitely better than him, but you still got to catch him in the only thing that really matters. You still got to catch Terry Bradshaw. <laughs> and championships, yeah. Like, Troy Aikman's. Yeah. Let's yeah. not leave those names out. No, true. Absolutely. Absolutely. And that, But I I just love that they had the head-to-head. I mean, that's and that just speaks to the longevity of Brady. I mean, that's, that's a freaking amazing. I was watching uh, the NFL Network a little bit last weekend with no football on. They were replaying some of those Super Bowls. It's like look, looking back at, at Super Bowl thirty six. It's it's like it's a different time period. Yeah, like it's unbelievable. And he was playing then. Like that's oh my. Well, that's, that, that, that's just, the other thing that when when people start to bring that up, oh. you know, you have to look at it and go, well, the game was different. How the game was played was different. Stats were different in that era. Not only that, now Mahomes has an extra game every single year, where yeah. Brady didn't get that until the very end of his career. Um, you know, you if you're going to use just pure stats as your example, you have to add context to that. But we're not going to do that right this second. Uh, we've got plenty more to talk about. We, I want to jump into the actual game itself. Talk about you know who we like, why we like some of these teams outside of just you know they have a winning pedigree. Some of the in-game things I want to talk about how each offense is going to attack the other team's defense and everything like that. We'll get into more of that. But I was going to say it's Devin's trending because we wanted to confuse the audience. But no, GSEP is here. Joe is going to trend for us today. Take it away, Joe, bud. Now, here's what's trending. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. The clock at four. Doncic, the step back three, you bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever or... I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? 
and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 